<laughs> All right, are we ready? I guess. Oh, yeah, sure. You're going to do fine. Um, don't be too far away from the microphone, otherwise... Yeah. How's this? My, my, my big mouth is really loud, and then you're like, why can't we hear the other person that well? <laughs> so don't be afraid to get close to it. That's why the little spit shield's here, so yeah. you can't mess anything up. Lovely. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Golden Strip Soundcast, the official podcast of the Golden Strip School of Music. I have two very special guests here today because they are helping us start our child care center. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Guests sitting at chair number three, introduce yourself and tell us who you are. Uh, hi, my name is uh, Sabian Poole. Get closer. There you go. My name is Sabian Poole. <laughs> and, what, and what do you do at the daycare center? I am one of the teachers here. Um, I guess my official title is head teacher slash assistant director. There you go. <laughs> See how easy that was? Yeah. I, now you got to give us a little background. T- tell us all about Sabian uh, and, and, how, and how you ended up here, of all places. <laughs> well, uh, I grew up in Blowing Springs. South Carolina, not too far from here. About 30 minutes, not super far. Oh, um, Beagles. <laughs> um, I went, you know, through the district school, district two school system, all those schools and whatnot. I uh, went to Bowling Springs High School, and after that, went to Limestone College, which is now Limestone University, um, from 2015 until, you know, graduated in 2020. Um with my music degree, my BA in music, and now I'm here. I was trying to find something that I could do with music, and, like, I really enjoy teaching and being with the smaller, like, younger kids. I think it's just super fun. It's a fun environment, and, yeah, this seemed like a good opportunity to do to do that more and be with all those little kids. Excellent. Guest number two. Name, rank, serial number, <laughs> oh, whatever information you've got for us. And go. Uh, I'm Jordan Dresick. Um, over here at the Golden Strip School of Music as the assistant teacher at our child care center. Um, came here from Columbia, South Carolina, uh, where all my family is. Went to the University of South Carolina. Uh, I'm from- sorry. Oh, oh, did I say that? Okay. Did I say that loud? I'm sorry. Don't be kidding. Go ahead. Uh, it was a, an amazing school uh, in that school of music and that flute studio. Um, I was there from 2017 to graduating in fall of 2020. Uh, graduated with a BA in music. Is he shaking your head over there? That's, that's just because your graduation days make me just feel like an old man. Right? So I graduated college in 1988. <laughs> Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even born. Yeah. I was going to say, you guys weren't even on this planet. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt. Go. No, you are fine. Um, I got interested in teaching little kiddos um, by taking one of the uh, music for young children classes uh, that was in my degree with uh, Dr. Wendy Valerio. Um, she is an amazing teacher. And... Uh, I just had a blast taking that class with her and realized that that was just what I wanted to do. So when I came across this opportunity to uh, 
you know, teach music to the little the little ones that have wide open minds and create so creative and so curious. I was very excited to to jump on that opportunity and and help establish this uh, this new program with you. Yes, because for people listening, when they started, there was just a room, there was nothing in it. So oh, there's a lot in it. Well, now, now there is. <laughs> yeah, actually, there was a lot, a lot of non child, <laughs> non children stuff that we we have hidden now. The drum sets and the amps and the PA system, all that fun stuff was in the way, and they had to envision how they wanted to make their school with all that junk <laughs> staying there for what the first two weeks or so, just about before we finally figured out what to do with the place. And so I can't thank you guys enough for taking this trip with us. Um, Next question. What is your favorite thing about teaching? Savian. Um, I guess just like, just seeing like, you know, whatever I'm teaching, like just seeing the student understand it for like the first time, you know, like I can be explaining something to them or like just seeing them like get it. And just seeing that, like, oh, like, just that realization, it's just, like, super, I don't know, I, I just enjoy that. It makes me feel good that, like, I was able to help somebody understand something. Very, very cool. You stole my answer. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Maybe you got a different way of explaining it. No, that's, uh, he, he hit it pretty spot on. I just, I really love seeing that light bulb go off in their head and, you know, being able to share this brand new concept to them with music being a whole different language and it's in and of itself and really seeing them, you know, understand it for the first time and make connections and, um, you know, that, that opens up a whole new avenue for them. They get a lot more excited. They're really like, oh gosh, this is, this is cool. This is right. something I want to learn now. Yeah, one of my favorite things, and one of the reasons we wanted to do this music-based curriculum is because, you guys know, music's just basically a universal language. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You could take a piece of music, if somebody knows how to read it, and just put them in a room with people from every other country, culture, language, and everybody would be able to play it. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think if we can get these little guys interested early, they'll have a skill that they'll have for the rest of their lives. And let me tell you one of the reasons that you guys are here. Savian, your excitement was contagious when we interviewed you. <laughs> That's right. And I, I think I told you already, Jordan. I looked at her resume, and it said, I love children, but love was all capitals. <laughs> and, I and, really do. And she does. And the more she talks about stuff and does things around here, the more you can tell that she definitely loves children. So now I'm going to let Jordan go first on this question okay. in case I don't want him to steal another answer from you. <laughs> what inspires you to become basically a music major and a teacher? Oh, um, so I was raised in a household where my father um, played the drums and my mother um, has a beautiful voice, beautiful singing voice. Um She sang when she was younger, and my sister actually went into uh, chorus and the choir route. Um, When I was in fifth grade, uh, I had a teacher come from the the school uh, that I'd be going to that following year, and he came and he played a trumpet solo, and he was trying to recruit for for the band class, and um, 
you know, I just had the basic introduction of instruments of like, oh, this is a this, this is a this. Um, and I heard that trumpet and I was like, oh, my God, mom, I want to play trumpet. I went home and I was like, we're playing trumpet next year. Um, sadly, with some medical reasons, I was not able to play trumpet. Um, but flute was the was the one that, that I'd be able to do. So I was like, OK, I'll try it out. And, um, you know, I've always been told I'm a natural at it. Um, it. It came pretty easily to me and I absolutely love playing it. And I'm so happy I went with that route. Um, so yeah, I jumped in, in, in sixth grade, learned the flute, um, in sixth grade, they talked about high school marching band. And I said, I want to do that. I, re- I really want to try. And that was a big step for me. Um, and I joined the high school marching band in my seventh grade year, the year after I started learning the flute and went six years in high school marching band and just absolutely loved it. Loved the community, loved the kids, loved the people. Um, and just kind of went on from there. Just wanted to continue my my progression of uh, of the learning the flute and went to study under Jennifer Parker Harley at University of South Carolina, and uh, and now and now we're here. And I just I just am thankful. Very cool. Well, we know you don't play the fruit saving, so uh, <laughs> she could not have stolen your answer. You're, you're a percussionist, right? Yeah, I forgot. I tell, forgot to mention that all, my introduction. Tell us all about it. <laughs> what inspired you to be where you are today? Well, okay. So, whenever I was, you know, younger, whatever, uh, I have an older sister. Um, so whenever she was going through, you know, school and stuff, she's four years older than me. So she's a little, she has a, you know. A little bit of time ahead. Uh, she started playing drums in sixth grade at band, like in, in the band class or whatever. And I don't, I don't think I had any or I had shown any interest in it beforehand. But seeing my sister do that, I was like, oh, that's really cool. And then my parents got her a drum set. Um, she, didn't, she didn't play it much, but I did. I played it a lot more than she did. And from that, I was like, oh. I really like band, or I really like drums. Um, And so, like, you know, I joined band as a percussionist, going through all that. At the time, I was playing football also. Um, And so, like, I, I, you know, at at a certain point, you kind of have to decide which one you want to do, especially, like, in high school. Right. Um, And so, like, I, I wasn't sure which one I was going to do. And then I went to uh, the 5A state marching band championships in 2010, which was my sister's senior year. And I was in eighth grade and it was her senior year. Um, so like that next year I would have had to decide. Uh, and like, I just thought like that, that show was the coolest thing. Like the marching band environment was the coolest thing. And so from there I decided, okay, I'm going to do music. Um, so, you know, I just had, I started doing marching band in ninth grade in high school. Um, did it all throughout all that um once once it came time for college i was you know i I was i I couldn't figure out exactly what i wanted to do but i knew that it was probably going to be something music related whether it be teaching or performing um and so like from there you know i enrolled in college started started music uh started my like degree um my like I, I expanded I guess my marching resume but <laughs> I marched some independent groups uh, one of them was based out of the college that I went to and then from there I went to another one and then another one now I'm too old for it because <laughs> there's an age out 
Um, and like, you know, just like being in that environment of music basically every day for the, like for years, I just, there's nothing else that I wanted to do with my life other than, you know, teach music, give, give the, like to be able to give other people the experience that I had and like the, you know, life changing experiences and life changing just events that I went through, you know, like, I, like, um, you know, just being able to help people decide, you know, if, if music's for them and all of that. And, you know, just, it just comes back to, you know, um, like I mentioned earlier, just like seeing people realize that they enjoy it, you know, cause like music is one of very few things that has been constant throughout my entire life. Um, you know, bunch of little fleeting interests every now and then I'll, I'll get like interested in something for like a week and then drop it. But, <laughs> but, but love of music is all consuming. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's one of like three things that have been consistent in my life as far as activities and interests. Right. <laughs> I, I think I told both you guys that, you know, I love to go to my son's baseball games. They were awesome. I love to go and see the uh, football games for the school they went to, but I had a bla- absolute blast. I loved going to the uh, band competitions mm. just because you got to see these kids be so creative. And Whole different atmosphere. So hard yeah. to do what kids in marching band do, and I don't think people realize that. I mean, people like me can't walk and talk at the same time. And, you know, <laughs> your marching band kids are out there doing all this synchronized stuff, and I'm like, how the heck do they know where they're supposed to be? Or I can think of, you got to count. When you're playing, so is there a side of your brain like count the steps? How, how, how do you count both at the same time, or does it just become muscle memory from doing it so much? It just kind of becomes more of a muscle memory thing. Like mm-hmm. at first, it's definitely a struggle figuring For sure. out. You know, wh- all right, I, I have I, I play this part, and then I have to move here at a certain at you know this part of the music. You know, p- people think about it different ways, um, but yeah, I like there's. It, it, it's just kind of a, it becomes muscle memory the more you do it. Because, you know, marching band, you rehearse a lot. For uh, sure. <laughs> so it just becomes a matter of basically just repeating it until you can't get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So now we're going to switch. This is the one question that I let you know ahead of time. So, <laughs> so you were both prepared for it. Uh, you know, I wish I could, I should start videotaping more because the look on their faces when I said, we're going to do the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the look of fear and, and a little bit of disdain for me on that one. Like, what the hell is he going to make? Oh, I said, what the heck is he going to make us do? Um, so here we go. So you, Savian, uh, most famous encounter or most famous person, people you've ever played with. And remember, it doesn't have to be a celebrity. Everybody knows. I mean, just yeah. just because we had one teacher here that uh, sang back up at a Michael Jackson concert doesn't mean everybody's going to be that cool. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Corey. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. Um, as far as I guess people would know, popular. Um, when I was in college, Boston Brass came um, came into like a little performance, and then we played with them. We played like we recorded. Um, we recorded just like a little track with them um and then they came and played with like our marching band uh during the football game um and then as far as like in the uh 
I've played with a few famous people, quote unquote, in the drum world, as far as like the marching drums world, at least, because mm-hmm. um, like a, a, some of them marched at slash taught at the group that I aged out with, Atlanta Quest. Um, so like a lot of people know Zach Watson, um, like Anya. Just, uh, just pe- if if you know them, you really know who they are, type right. of thing, you know. But not everybody's going to know them, <laughs> like me. <laughs> I, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I don't know a lot of, well, anything unless it's on the heavier metal side of life. <laughs> um, all right, Jordan, your turn. Oh, um, you've had a couple of cool ones. Go. Oh yeah. So in uh, when I was at the University of South Carolina, uh, playing under Doctor. Uh, Cormac Cannon and the Symphonic um, Winds Ensemble, we took a tour down to uh, Tampa, Florida, played a couple concerts. We uh, world premiered a piece from Ricardo Lorenzo. Um, Really awesome piece. The name is slipping my mind at the moment. Um, But we got to actually, uh, you know, meet him. He came and uh, taught us and... uh, he led some of our rehearsals sometimes, um, so we got some one-on-one attention with him on on his own uh, piece that he wrote. Uh, so it was really cool to world premiere that piece. And while we were on that tour, we actually got to meet um, and speak a little bit with uh, John Mackey. Uh, and I absolutely love um, his pieces, and I got to take a picture with him, and um, it was a really cool experience to meet, you know, a really amazing composer right there in person uh so it was, a, it was a pretty cool pretty cool tour we took there that is very cool all right one last question see how easy this was time flew by <laughs> didn't it okay we'll start let's see this time is going to be, why don't you do rock paper scissors to see who goes first go ahead all right best two out of three go oh time what is this <laughs> you're combining some one two three oh jordan all right one one nothing go Oh, 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 back gosh. to a tie. Here's a tiebreaker. Oh, <laughs> they both did scissors. Go, go. Scissors again. There you go. Rock wins. You want to go first or second, Jordan? Uh, it doesn't matter. There you go. You still got to pick. <laughs> All right. Well, you won, so you go first. What's the one thing you want the parents of our children at the Child Care Center to know? What do you think the most important thing for them to know about leaving their kids with us? So I think the most important thing that I would love uh, parents to think about and understand about leaving their children with us in a facility where they will learn the basics, um, you know, that they need at that age, the alphabet, their numbers, their colors, their shapes and so forth. But mixing that with music um, really, really just heightens that learning ability. It makes different neural neuron like connections and really kind of boosts you know that and people say you know if uh, if you learn music you're smarter you know that's not necessarily true in that aspect but it, it really does give a whole new avenue of creativity and expression and movement and it gets the children learning more about themselves and what they are capable of more so than just a sit down classroom with, you know, background music. When they are engaged, they are getting so much more out of it than you would ever expect. So, you know, 
parents that are that are thinking about leaving their children with us. I, I hope that, you know, they understand that that, you know, one up that those children will have um, through a program really uh, engaging in music and, and all. Very cool. Good one. All right, Savian, your turn. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a lot of what you said was, you know, the same thing. Um, but, like, just kind of first thing, they're going to be safe. I'm sure, like, I know a lot of parents worry about, you know, oh, I'm, I don't know if I can trust these people with my kid. <laughs> like, the, they're going to be safe. We're, we're professionals. We love you know? kids. Yeah. We, All caps, we, love. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're professionals. We're we're trained, you know, like we all, we both, we all have experience. I've got younger siblings. <laughs> yeah, like, like we all have experience with kids, like with, with like younger kids, teaching younger kids and being with younger kids. Like they're going to be safe. They're going to be well taken care of. Um, and then, you know, they're, they're just going to learn. Like the, there's never, uh, like it's never too early for a kid to learn something, whether they like, whether they remember it forever or not, like at least just introducing something, something to the kids will just, you know, make the re- like their life life uh make their life like later on easier. Right? Because they might they might we might, you know, like talk like we'll talk about, you know, shapes, colors, all that stuff. Um and so that'll make, you know, the rest of their schooling easier because they'll go into it, you know, they'll go in kindergarten or whatever, you know, already knowing that, which some kids might not, you know. So like again like like she was saying, like they'll get to have like an advantage. Um you know, advantage, just learning things earlier right? and just, you know, just being exposed to, to music and just other academics. Right. And one thing I'll add as far as daycare aspect goes, what I've found from my own experience, because my kids were in daycare from diapers right on until started kindergarten, was that the kids that went to daycare seem to be much more prepared for the world mm-hmm. because when we would go, they used to call it like popsicles in the park. So I keep hitting stuff and making noise. <laughs> it, that's because usually my phone, I forget to turn the volume off and it always goes off during one of these, which is kind of what I'm known for. But um, so we would take both our kids to that popsicles in the park and you could tell the kids that went to daycare because they were talking to other kids that they didn't know. They're playing the kids that did know. A lot of social interaction. Mm-hmm. And you can tell the kids that stayed home, not there's anything wrong with that, but the kids that stayed home were much more shy and a little bit more withdrawn. And yeah. it took the daycare kids, because we knew all the kids of small town USA. Yeah. <laughs> it would take those kids, they would go over to the kids that obviously didn't have all these friends from daycare and pull them in. So it really did help with the social aspect of stuff. Yeah. So, mom and dad, if you're thinking about bringing the kids, do it. Not only are going to learn so, not only will they be socialized, but they're going to learn music stuff. They're going to have fun, and we've got great teachers here. <laughs> yeah, like the, there's no downside to bringing the kid, it's like to bringing your kids. Like there's only positives. Right. They like, will only you, get something out of it. Yeah, they they won't lose anything. They'll only gain. So right. There, there's no downside to bringing them. And we're going to have lots of fun. I like that. All right. Did I miss anything that you guys wanted to throw out there? Uh, <laughs> Not to look at terror. Jeez, guys, come on. Okay, this wasn't as bad as this, I thought. Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Other than you know, come and roll your children. Come. We are so so excited. 
Yes, so we can't excited. wait. We're just waiting for all the proper authorizations, which, <laughs> God, I hope it's this week. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Everybody pray for us. All right. I guess that's it. Hey, guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. Well, I thank you. A, I know it's a busy day. We're going to go through all the boring stuff next, all the emergency <laughs> plans, the fire escape yeah. stuff. The important stuff. Right. right. So <laughs> when we say your children are going to be safe, we mean it. We've got all the plans in place. All the safety items are here. And they're going to have fun. All right. You've been. Oh, what the heck was that noise? Do you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Um, Okay, yeah, you've been listening to the Golden Strip Soundcast, the official podcast of the Golden Strip School of Music. There we go, guys. See how easy it was?